Welcome. You are listening to the Get Out of Your Head and Into Your Life podcast with Candace James. This is episode number one. And today we're going to talk about exactly what it means to live inside your head and the benefits you'll receive in life when you learn how to get out of your head and finally step into your life in a whole new way. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Candace James, and I've spent the last decade traveling the world, building a business, and most recently, writing a book, all while learning and teaching the secrets to rewiring the brain so that you can stop living in your head with overthinking, worry, anxiety, fear, self-doubt, and guilt, and finally create the peace of mind you need to live the life you've been dreaming of, because I'll let you in on a little secret. Your own thoughts are the only things getting in your way. You're listening to the Get Out of Your Head and Into Your Life podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome. This is the very first episode of the Get Out of Your Life and Into Your Head podcast with me, Candace James. I have been thinking about doing this podcast for so long, and so it is just so exciting to actually see it happening and to have you here listening. So thank you so much. Um, today, as I said, we're talking about what it means to, you know, get out of your head, which means that to start, you must be in your head. And so what does it mean to be inside of your head and to live life inside of your head? And, you know, how is that holding us back in life? And what is it that you'll start to see as a benefit and create more possibility as you step out of your head and ultimately into your life? So I'm just going to jump right into it. And in order to do so, I'm going to time travel us back probably about 12, 13 years ago. I was living in downtown Toronto. And I had a shoebox of an apartment. It was just this long block. It was a studio apartment. And it was very expensive. (laughs) Um, And I was having my dad, my sister, and my nieces over there. And we were all making food. And there was not a lot of space in there. So we decided that we were going to defrost the shrimp ring in the bathroom sink. So one of us put it in the bathroom sink. We started running the water on it. And we went back out into the main area to hang out, finish preparing food, etc. Well, all of a sudden I look over and there's water spilling out from the bathroom into the main part of the apartment. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I run over and somehow the shrimp ring has moved and it has now plugged the drain. And so it has, the sink has filled up with water and now there's water everywhere. And I had this bag of toilet paper I had just purchased at the store and it was just soaked. And I just, (laughs) I just lost it. I lost it. I started bawling my eyes out. Um, And my, you know, my dad comes running in. He's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I'm like, the toilet paper, the toilet paper is ruined. (laughs) And he's like, okay, well, you know, we can get you some more. And I'm like, but that's not the point. So he's sitting there trying to calm me down, very confused why I'm so upset about the toilet paper. And I was like, you know, it was expensive toilet paper and now it's ruined and I just, I can't do this anymore. And he's like, wow, Candace, 
you know, it's okay. I'll buy you some toilet paper. And I eventually said to him, it's not about that. And I just, you know, I screamed at him and he's just like, wow, okay. Um, and <laughs> my family has not quite let me live down the story. Uh, because it was hilarious because I was freaking out about the toilet paper. And no matter how many times my dad said to me, Candace, I'll get you some new toilet paper. I kept saying to him, it's not about that. And he's like, well, then what's it about? I said, it doesn't matter, but I have no toilet paper. And he's like, okay, I'm not following you here. Right. I was just going in these circles. And really what it was all about is that when the water overflowed onto the toilet paper, I saw that. And I just thought, my life is a disaster. <laughs> as soon as I saw that toilet paper, not only was I like, oh, crap, and tried to, you know, fix the actual situation that was there in the present, but I started, I just had this train of thought that just overwhelmed me in that moment. And I went from this thought to that thought to the other thought. And basically, at that time, I had just broken up with um, and this ex of mine that I was seeing, we we're actually living together. We broke up. It wasn't a great breakup. So I had just moved to this new apartment. It was very expensive. I felt like I was spending all my money just on my living expenses. And, um, you know, Christmas was coming and all this stuff was happening. And then the toilet paper, the $13 toilet paper, uh, was just, you know, the needle in the haystack. No. It was the tipping point. Forget the needle in the haystack. It was the tipping point, right? But the thing is, is that in and of itself, the toilet paper wasn't really a big deal. It was $13. I had $13. Like, don't go thinking that I was like completely broke and had zero money. Um, I had enough money to go buy more toilet paper. But for me, it meant that my life was just a crap hole. And why? Because I started thinking about all these other things and in that moment, I wasn't just dealing with the toilet paper. I was dealing with all these other things that just rapidly came up in my mind as thoughts. Okay. And this is what so many people do every single day. And for many people, it's just how you live your life. We are so caught up in this influx of thoughts that each and every present moment becomes so much more than just what is happening in that moment. In that moment, it wasn't about the $13 toilet paper that was now soggy. It was about everything that was leading up to that point. That I had broken up with someone. It was almost Christmas. I felt like I didn't have enough money. Blah, 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 blah. And my mind just started racing with all of these things. And when our mind starts racing with thoughts, our brain can't actually tell if these things are happening in the present moment or if we're imagining them. So now I went from experiencing this soggy toilet paper <laughs> to experiencing the breakup, my fears that I don't have enough money to pay my rent, my um, you know, it's Christmas and I want to spoil everyone, but I just don't have enough money and boom, 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 boom. All of these things came flooding into my brain. And so now my body, my physiological response in my body starts reacting as if it's happening. 
So the stress just comes up. The cortisol gets released. The adrenaline gets released. And that's why I was like, and just screaming and crying because all of a sudden it was like I was under attack. Now, there was a convenience store located right at the bottom of my building. (laughs) I simply could have just you know, taking the $10 from my dad if I wanted to and gone downstairs, bought more toilet paper, boom, game over. (laughs) But instead, I made it mean so much more. I started creating all of these stories in my head about what, what this meant, that my life was a complete crap because, you know, all of these other things and now this, now this, I was piling it on, right? And I had all these different thoughts flooding into my head. And so, Most of us, unless we train our brain otherwise, live in this perpetual state where one thing or one something someone says or one situation or one event can trigger this influx of thoughts. Some of the biggest ones are what if, what if this happens? You know, for example, someone is expected to call you. And I see this very often in romantic relationships and somebody will say, okay, I'm going to give you a call on my way out or on my way over. And then they don't call. And then the first thoughts are, oh my gosh, did this person get in an accident? (gasps) Maybe they didn't get in an accident. Maybe they're cheating on me. (gasps) Maybe they're doing something that they're not supposed to. Maybe they're this, maybe they're that, maybe, maybe this, maybe that, maybe boom, 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 boom. All of a sudden you're super stressed out. You're laying on the couch. You're crying. You're like, how could they do this to me? And then knock, knock, knock on the door. And they're like, Hey, I stopped on the way and picked up your favorite food. Sorry, I'm late. (laughs) My phone died and I was picking up your favorite food. And meanwhile, you're sitting there thinking, Oh my gosh, they're cheating on me. They don't love me anymore. It's so terrible. And they're just like out grabbing your favorite food. And you're like, oh, awesome. <laughs> and then it's like, you know, but this, these types of things happen all the time. Sometimes someone will say something to you, like, you know, you'll invite them to go somewhere and they're like, oh, you know what? Sorry, I'm, I just, I can't do that that day. And how many times do we not take it at face value? We start going, oh, is that really true? Or do they not want to see me? Are they avoiding me? Is this going on? Right. We start to create these stories in our head, and when we do that, our body starts to respond to the maybes, to the what-ifs, to the could-have, should-have, might-have, blah, blah, blah. And so our body starts to respond to this by releasing cortisol, the stress hormone, right? Because it's actually perceiving these things as if they're happening. All of a sudden, this happening, that's happening, this happening, when in actual fact, it's something really basic and simple. We often find ourselves in places of indecision. We have indecision because we start thinking about all the potential ways that each one could go. And what if I choose that? And then it's not the right one. And then this will happen. And then that'll happen. And then my whole life will be ruined. (laughs) Or we start to think, what if I choose this and it's not the right one? And then someone thinks I'm a failure. I don't want to look like a failure. Um, You know, we also have guilt, regret. We think about things that we've done in the past and we just ruminate on them over and over and over. I should have done that. I should have done that. Oh man, I really feel bad about that. Okay, great. So go tell that person you feel bad. Let them know and then carry on. 
We spend so much time in these thoughts that we forget to be present. And it's these thoughts that prevent us from living life to its fullest. Because here's the thing, all of these thoughts exist outside of the present moment. All of these thoughts are either in the future, and we're thinking about a thought that might happen, could happen, might, might not happen, <laughs> or we're thinking about something that happened in the past, and maybe we wish we could change it. Maybe we wish we didn't do that. Maybe we were thinking what we should have done. But no matter how you look at it, we are spending most of our lives thinking about the future or the past and not spending enough time in the present moment. That's where life is. And we get so wrapped up in thinking about things like our job and, and other people and all these different things that we forget that right now is our life. And oftentimes we're so caught up in trying to make sure that we're living a good life. You know, you want to make the right decisions. You want to please that person the right way. You want to, um, you know, do the right thing for your job. You want to make the right decision in your business. You want to you know, pick the right person. Is this the right person for me? I don't know. You spend so much time thinking about it. What if they leave? What if they cheat on me? What if they stay? What if I lose my job? What if I take that next step and then I don't like it? What if I do that and then I fail? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? And we spend so much time in what if land that we forget to actually live. And so we live in this fear of things not going well. And what happens is that we never actually live our life. We live in a state of constant overthinking, fear, guilt, self-doubt, anxiety, worry. Like I said, all of these things are thoughts that are created in our mind about something that may or may not happen now or in the future. And that's it. Our thoughts are constructs of our minds. Boop, one comes up. Boop, one goes away. <laughs> Boop, there's another one. Boop, there's another one. <laughs> they say that we have approximately 60,000 thoughts every single day. And if you break that down into your waking hours, you're looking at approximately one thought per waking second of your day. And the crazy part about that is that 95% of those thoughts are repetitive. And 80% of those thoughts are negative. So what that says is that most of us, unless we train our brain otherwise, most of us are literally sitting there thinking negative thoughts on repeat all freaking day. <laughs> and then we wonder why we're so stressed and tired and exhausted because we just keep thinking that same thought. And, and I invite you over the next few days to notice what are the repetitive thoughts that you're thinking? Is it, how am I going to pay my rent? Is it, I hope I don't lose my job. Uh, we're in the midst of COVID. 
Are you having a lot of repetitive thoughts about what it means to be living in COVID? What's going to happen? Is there going to be another lockdown? How many times are you thinking about these things in a day? And how is that serving you? If we sit here and worry about, oh my gosh, what if we do go in another lockdown? Okay, what if we do? What are you going to do about it right now? If there's something you can do about it right now, I encourage you, go do it. You know, stop the lockdown. But if you can't do anything about it, what is the benefit of you sitting here all day thinking about it? And we do this with so many things. We see people do this in relationships all the time. You know, what if, what if this doesn't work out? What if they cheat on me? What if they leave me? What if I'm not good enough? What if I say something wrong? What if this? What if that? Meanwhile, you're not living inside of the relationship. You're living in your head. And all of these thoughts, you never actually get to release and let go and just be you and see what happens. Because you're inside your head. And look, I was there. You know, look how crazy I got about the toilet paper. I get it. And that's exactly the reason why in the following decade, I learned as much as I could about how to retrain my brain, literally rewire it so that I could stop living in my head like that because it wasn't doing me any good. That toilet paper was soggy. The toilet paper was soggy. There was nothing I could do about the soggy toilet paper. (laughs) It was already soggy. The only thing I could do now was get rid of the toilet paper, get new toilet paper. And yet it turned into about an hour of sadness about things that weren't even related. And I just thought, how do I learn to control those thoughts that keep popping up? How do I learn to stay here in the now instead of getting caught up in my head? I would sit at home sometimes and just think, oh, I want to do this or, oh, I want to do that and just get so caught up in my own thoughts. And there's a difference between our thoughts and our life. Our thoughts are not truth. There's a saying that I love that I learned when I was in school for the applied applied specialization of mindfulness meditation. And we learned this phrase that said, take your thoughts to court. Take your thoughts to court. Just like we would take any person who was accused of a crime to court to see whether or not it's true, whether or not they're actually guilty, we need to take our thoughts to court too. Because often we have wild thoughts pop up in our head that are nowhere near the truth. And if we latch on to these and we believe every thought that pops in our head, boy. (laughs) I wish you the best of luck. Okay. Because our mind can create some wild thoughts. And if you believe each and every one of them and 
actually even entertain each and every one of those thoughts as a truth. Man, talk about anxiety, stress, worry, possibly anger, guilt. You know, sometimes I have thoughts pop up in my head and I see them come up and I go, <laughs> that was a weird thought. <laughs> I didn't always, I would totally buy into it. But now I can see them come in and I can be like, wow, what a weird thought that was. But when you're not practiced at it, it's very difficult to not believe every thought that comes in your head. And that's what this podcast is about, learning to see the thoughts as they come in and not get taken by them through overthinking, right? So how many people are stuck in overthinking? You know, you're doing the dishes and you're just like, oh man, what am I going to do about this problem? I don't think I'll ever do this. Oh, and your mind just starts going and it's overwhelming. And so... This podcast came, the name, (laughs) the name of this podcast came from so often when I'm talking to friends or clients, family members, and they're like, yeah, but what if this and what if that? And I don't know if I should do this because, you know, this, that, and the other could happen and da, 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 da. And uh, I was actually sitting there talking to a friend and, and he was going and going and going about this. And I just said, dude, whoa, stop. And he's like, what? I was like, get out of your freaking head, man. Get out of your head. And he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, you are just going back and forth and back and forth. And you have so much going on in there. I said, is that not tiring? He said, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. I said, cool, get out, get out of your head. You're thinking about a problem that we can't solve right now. And so you got to get out of your head. Because when you live in your head, you miss all the fun and excitement that's going on in the world right in front of you. And you're causing unneeded stress and anxiety for yourself. Because most of the time, we're worried about something that might happen, right? I had a situation come up recently with a family member. It wasn't a good situation, but we also didn't know what the outcome was going to be. And right away, members of my family started going, oh my gosh, what if this happens? Or what if that happens? And, and you know, then what happens then? And, and like now all of a sudden, they're like three months out And we don't even actually know at this point what happened in the first place. So I said, what is the point? What is the point of sitting here and thinking about all the potential things that could happen in three months if this is what happened? But oh, wait, if it was this that happened, then maybe this will happen or that will happen or the other will happen. And it's all really upsetting stuff to think about. There's no point. Until we know more information, there is no in thinking about all of that. And so what we must remember is that every thought that comes into our head is not necessarily true and we don't have to give it any time if we don't want to. See, every single thought 
that pops into our head is based on a bunch of things. It's based on past experience. It's based on things our subconscious has just recently seen. So it might not even have anything to do with your life. Um, it's based on whether you're feeling hungry. You know, we all know hangry. How many people start getting really irrational when they're hungry way more than they would when they just ate a really amazing meal. <laughs> and so we must remember that our thoughts are constantly being fueled by the things that are going on around us and that they're not always true. And here's an example. This is an example I love actually that I use quite frequently. So let's just say it is a Saturday morning. I spent Friday night at home and I was, you know, I got into bed early and I woke up the next morning and I'm like, oh girl, it's Saturday. How exciting is this? So I get up and I put on my favorite, you know, Saturday clothes, my favorite pair of jeans, my favorite sweater, and I put on just a little bit of makeup and I brush my hair and I'm like, oh girl, you're looking good today. And then I go outside and I walk over to the coffee shop. And I open the door and this person sitting at the table looks up at me and I smile and I wave and they give me kind of this strange look and, and a little bit of a wave back. And then I go over to the counter and I order my favorite bagel and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, Candace, we don't have that bagel today. Uh, we've sold out. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, no problem. Uh, what do you have? And then I find a different bagel and I carry on. I get that. I go home and I'm having a wonderful day. I feel full from my bagel, my coffee, and I'm ready to start my Saturday. I'm feeling good. Okay. <laughs> and then let's imagine that it's a different weekend. And I was out partying oof, really late. Okay. I had a little too much uh, vino and I wake up in the morning and I'm not feeling super hot, but I am hungry. So I just kind of get up and I throw on an old pair of leggings and some old t-shirt and I look at my face in the mirror and I'm like, ugh, I'm not dealing with that. So I just put on, you know, sunglasses and a hat and I kind of slouch downstairs and I make my way to the coffee shop and I open the door and someone sitting at a table looks up at me and I give them a scowl. I'm like, ugh, what are you looking at? I know I'm not dressed awesome. Leave me alone. And so I scowl at them and they give me this weird look like, okay, I don't like you either. And then they look back down and then I walk over to the counter and I ask for my favorite bagel and they're like, we don't have this bagel today, Candace, sorry. And I'm like, oh my God, this place sucks. I hate my life. Ugh. And they're like, can I get you a different one? And I'm like, no, just forget it. I don't even want this. And I just take my coffee and I leave and now I'm at home and I'm still hungry and I'm annoyed and I'm just like having a really crap day. <laughs> so the only thing that changed in that situation was my state. The first one, I was really well rested. I put on nice clothes. I felt good about myself. So when that person waved at me, I was like, hey, I was all excited to see them. When they didn't have my bagel, I was like, oh, no problem. I'll just have a different one. And in the end, I got, you know, I had a full belly. I was feeling good about my day. And the second one, same person looks up at me and I scowl at them. I'm like, who do you think you're looking at? I know I don't look great right now, but leave me alone. 
(laughs) They didn't do anything different. How I perceived it was very, very different. Same with the bagel. Instead of just being easygoing and saying, yeah, okay, I'm going to take that bagel. What did I do? I said, instead, forget it. You guys suck, right? And left. But who did that hurt? Only me. I'm the hungry one. I didn't get a bagel. Now I'm at home and I'm hungry and I'm mad. (laughs) But so much of our perception of life is created in our head, just like that. We create our moments. Each and every moment is created within the mind. And so just like we can spend our time overthinking things, worrying about things, feeling anxious about things, we can also create a negative reality for ourselves based on our own thoughts. Exact same situation, I responded completely differently. But yet, if I'm not aware that I'm just kind of being a nasty, nasty girl because I'm tired, I could go home and tell everybody that that coffee shop sucks and never go there and, you know, write a scathing review on Yelp or Google or whatever. (laughs) But they didn't do anything wrong. They ran out of a bagel, right? It's how we perceive these things that make the difference. And all of our perceptions are based on how we're feeling in that moment, our past experiences, and how aware we are of our own present state. And that's the thing, is that most of us have been living inside of our head for so freaking long, getting caught up in worry, anxiety, guilt, what-ifs, negative reactions, that we don't even really understand what it means to live outside of our head and to stay in the present moment because when I got mad about the bagel it wasn't just that there was no bagel it was you know how could they do this to me oh they don't have my bagel now what am I going to do now my day is ruined well I don't want anything else blah 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 right all these thoughts came along with it so this is essentially what this podcast is about. It's about how to get out of our heads, how to stop worrying about things, how to stop feeling anxious about things. You know, someone once said to me, worry is a prayer for something we don't want. We worry about things all the time. I I hope I don't, you know, what if I, what if I lose my job? What if, you know, I get sick? What if this? What if that? And what happens is that we stress out our bodies so much in the process. And because that's where all our energy is going is thinking about that negative thing that we often actually bring it into our lives. And we wonder why we live in this world of chronic stress and anxiety, depression, It's because we live in a world where we aren't taught how to quiet the mind, how to stop thinking. We don't need to be thinking all the time. We don't. Our body functions to keep us alive all the time. It just does it. You don't need to think about it. You're not like, okay, uh, breathe in, breathe out. Okay, liver. Yeah, take out those toxins. Great. Yeah, mm mm-hmm. 
um, stomach acid, you know, bowels. Can you guys uh, digest that pizza I had earlier? Great, thanks. Mm -hmm. Like you're not doing that. <laughs> Your body is just doing its thing. And we spend so much of our time caught up in all of these thoughts that aren't necessary and they're not benefiting us. And, you know, <laughs> my meditation teacher out in Thailand he said to me one day, he's like, the inner workings of their mind, the inner workings of your mind is the number one blockbuster movie of all time. People just watch that movie over and over and over. We create stories, situations, things that might happen, things that could happen, things we hope that don't happen. And we just watch that movie all day in our head. And how do we stop it? How do we stop that movie? Because when our, when our thoughts are running like that all day and creating stories and worries and all of these things in our head, that's not us using our mind. That's our mind using us. And so through this podcast, I'm going to share with you ideas and exercises that you can implement to take back that power. Use your mind. Don't let your mind use you. Because when we let our mind rule the show, that's when we get into all these unhelpful thinking patterns, all of these unhelpful thoughts, worries, anxieties. And instead, you know, we can learn to quiet the mind. And just like, you know, if you were to ask a marathon runner to run a marathon each and every day, you know, maybe the first the first day would be really, really awesome. The second day would be, you know, pretty good. Third, fourth, fifth, sixth day without any rest, man, <laughs> eventually they're just going to be walking. Their body's going to hurt. They're going to have sore muscles. They won't be able to run properly, all that stuff. And yet we expect our brain and our mind to just continuously work and we never shut it off. We never give it rest. We never give it exercise. It just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes and goes and thinks and thinks and thinks and worries and stresses and gets anxious and feels guilty and feels like I'm not good enough and you talk down to yourself and it just goes and goes and goes. And then we want to actually do something like we want to make strides in our business. We want to be creative. We want to do something really awesome in our job, in our career or wherever. And we're like, man, I don't know. I just feel cloudy. I feel like I don't know, my brain's just not working as well as it should, or, you know, why can't I think of this thing? Well, because you never gave it a rest. You never give it time to be quiet. And so when we exercise our mind and allow it to, and when I say exercise the mind, you know, exercise, it means keeping it quiet. Because gosh, we all know it knows how to go. It knows how to run. Ding, 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 ding. Thought, 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 thought. Ooh, what am I going to have for dinner tomorrow? <gasps> you know what? I'd love to go on vacation. Ooh, I can't. COVID. Yeah, that's right. Oh, man, I wonder if we're going to have another lockdown. I sure hope not. Last time that sucked. Man, I ate so much pasta because I wasn't sure if I could ever get to the grocery store to get fresh vegetables. Ooh, that reminds me. I wanted to have some asparagus this weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes your peas sink. Hmm. Anyways, oh, you know what? I should call my friend. Uh, I haven't talked to her in a while. Like, boom, 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 boom. And it's tiring. <laughs> and when we are so caught up inside of our head, we aren't as able 
to really be present and see the joy in the moments and notice the sky and notice the trees. And it's healing for us to do that. It is very healing for us to be present, to be still. And the more that we learn how to quiet the mind, when we actually ask it to do something, ask it to think of something or learn something or be creative or what have you, gosh, it works so much better. (laughs) Giving it that rest and then saying, okay, now's the time I want to work. All of a sudden you turn that mind on and allow it to think and you're like, wow, man, I'm super focused. I'm super creative. I'm super awesome right now, but it needs rest. And that's what we're going to be doing. (laughs) That's what we're going to be doing in this podcast. If you will have me, if you will join me, we'll be learning ways to easily and effortlessly learn how to quiet the mind get out of our heads and actually step into our best life because it's our fears. It's our overthinking. It's our worry, anxiety, stress, guilt, shame, all of that. That's actually holding us back from so much in life, holding us back from having really amazing relationships, holding us back from building that career that we really, really want from building a business, doing those things, having that self-confidence, right? How many times do you think, oh, I'm going to, you know, oh, I should say this to so-and-so. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. What if they think that's weird, right? I used to be so scared of, I was actually just writing about this in my book the other day. Like I used to have such a fear of telling a joke or trying to be funny in a crowd because like, what if they, and by crowd, I even mean like two or three people. <laughs> um, because like, what if they didn't think I was funny? Ah, oh my gosh, my life is ruined. What if they don't think I'm funny? Well, then those people don't think I'm funny. I think I'm funny. <laughs> and so it's been amazing for me, like from the girl who cried over the toilet paper being soggy, I have become the girl that huge, massive things happen. And I'm like, whew, all right. All right. So how do we deal with this? (laughs) Right. That control that I have gained over my mind. And, you know, I still have tons of ways to go. Like I learned from my, um, my teachers, my, um, you know, I've done silent retreats in Thailand with monks who do this all day, every day and really quiet and still the mind like, geez, I have so far to go, but gosh, I have come so far. And, you know, being able to see when a fear comes up and not get attached to it, not have that response within of like, oh my gosh. And we're going to be talking about fear. Um, Actually, I just wrote the the chapter on fear in my book uh, just the other day. It's freaking a rad chapter. Uh, But we'll be talking about that here on the podcast as well very soon because um, that's a huge one and it holds so many of us back in life uh, because we're scared. We're scared that it's not going to work. We're scared it's not going to be the right thing. We're scared, 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 scared. So that is where we are at. I thank you so, so, so much for being here today. I just wanted to really give you guys an idea of what is this podcast about? What is it that we're going to be talking about and how is this going to affect your life? And let me tell you, it's going to bring you 
amazing things like less stress, less anxiety, less fear, less worry, less overthinking, and more joy, excitement, peace of mind. And not just that, but it's going to allow you to just be better in life. Do those things without overthinking it that you've always wanted in your life. Just get out there, be adventurous, do stuff. By learning to quiet your mind like this and notice your thoughts, it's also you're going to see a huge change in your relationships with others. You're going to like, and I'm not, I'm not talking about romantic, I mean, I am romantic relationships will absolutely drastically change, but, uh, friendships, coworkers, even just, you'll notice how you, you know, are different with people that you see in the grocery store, (laughs) right? All relationships will start to change when you're not in your head so much and you get to just be present, be here now with these people. And so that's what this is all about, getting out of our head so we're not stuck in those constant thoughts all the time and we can actually step out, get super excited about life, create that peace of peace of mind, that calmness, and really uh, just, you know, enjoy, enjoy life. So thank you for being here um, and make sure, please subscribe to the channel follow the podcast, write me a review, share it with your friends, all those good, awesome things. I appreciate you so, 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 so much. I want to get this word out as much as possible. And also make sure you head over to uh, CandiceJames.com forward slash podcast if you want to make sure that you're on the list to be notified every time a new episode comes out. And really exciting news, my book is coming out very soon as well. So if you want notifications on that, sneak peeks, previews, and uh, some really awesome stuff for anyone who signs up to that wait list, um, again, that's that one is CandiceJames.com forward slash book. Um, so I encourage you to head on over there. Uh, my website again is Candace James. That's K A N D I S J A M E S Candace James.com. And you will get everything you need over there. So thank you guys so much for being here today. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Peace. Did you know the number one thing holding people back from achieving their dreams and living their best life is their own mind? Or more specifically, the fears that your mind has created. I believe that in order to live your best life, you've got to feel the fear and do it anyway. That's why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Find Your Courage. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the powerful human you were meant to be so you can finally live a life of fulfillment, passion, and joy. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit CandiceJames.com forward slash courage, and we can get started right now.